here loves Christmas time? Raise your hand really, really high. What do you, Maddie, what do you like about Christmas? Presents. Presents. I bet you're the only one who likes presents here, probably, huh? What do you like, Patrick? You love that it's Jesus' birthday. I love that. What do you like about Christmas? You like spending time with your family, especially your grandpa right there, huh? Grandpa D? Yeah, I enjoy spending time with him, too. What do you like spending time with Christmas? You love going to bed and feeling that your family is around you. I love that. Bryce, how about you? Yeah, you love that it's Jesus' birthday. Kobe, what do you, what do you love about it? Yeah. Grayson? You love Daddy? I love you too. <laughs> Vivian, last one. What do you like about Christmas? Yeah, isn't it fun to spend time with your family? Okay, a couple more. I can't say no to you. Yeah. What last one? What do you love about Christmas? You like you like to be with your family too, huh? Yeah, you got an amazing family. All right, last one. Oh, totally tempted to open them. Yes. And then and, and just the anticipation, right? You look under the tree and it's like presents, my precious. Now guess what? Here's 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 what's so confusing to me, okay? Because we think about the fact that you guys are so right. What is Christmas about? What is really... It's about Jesus' birthday. But, you know, so we, we celebrate Jesus coming into the earth as a human being to die for us. That's the greatest Christmas present ever given. Do you ever think about that? And who gave that Christmas present? Who gave us that Christmas present of Jesus? God, not Santa. God did. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Here's Jesus. God, our Father who created us, said, I love you so much that I'm going to give you the first Christmas present and the best Christmas present ever in my son, Jesus. Do you guys all know John 3.16? No. It goes like this. God loved the world so much that he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, into the world to die for us. So that anyone who believes, that means you and you and you and you, Bryce, and me, that anyone who believes in him and you too, Grayson, of course, all of you, anyone who believes in him doesn't have to be, remain eternally separated from God, but can have eternal life living in relationship with our God. He is huge. Oh my goodness, he can. He made everybody. So check it out. Here's what I've been thinking about, though. If Jesus is, if we celebrate Jesus on Christmas, and so we call this kind of his birthday, why do we get presents? How do we give, wait a minute, shouldn't he get all of the presents? No. <laughs> all right, let's not go that crazy. Let's not, let's not, let's not go that wild. How can we celebrate Jesus' birth? How can we celebrate Jesus 
during Christmas. What do you think, Patrick? Like, um, a whole bunch of people, um, they make presents. Uh-huh. And, um, and they buy presents. Uh-huh. And, they, and every time they wrap them up, put them under the tree, and that's how people Yeah, so, so a whole bunch of people make presents or buy presents, put them under the tree, and they give them to people, and that's how we celebrate? Hold on one second, Kobe. How can we, how can we celebrate Jesus' birth? Uh huh. So, so let me let me see if I heard you correctly. There, in order to love Jesus and give Him a present, we can care for people who have been having a hard time in their life, whether their house burned or they're just they don't have a lot. I think that that's a phenomenal answer. In fact, you know what I was thinking a little earlier about Matthew 25. Jesus was talking to his disciples, and you know what he told them? He said, "Listen." Any time that you see somebody in need and you care for them, you're caring for me. If you see somebody who's hungry and you give them some food, it's as if you've given me food. If you see somebody who's thirsty and you give them a cup of water, it's like you've given me a cup of water. If you see somebody who's sad and you come by and you put an arm around them and you say, I love you or Jesus loves you, it's as if you have done that for me. So exactly what you were saying, Caden. If we love other people and care for other people, it's as if we're doing it for Jesus. What are you thinking? Um, for Jesus' birthday, um, if he's not, if he's not, um, if he's born on Christmas, uh-huh. he, um, he gets um, presents and everybody gives him all the presents. Okay. But we can also give all these, we can, we can give presents to Jesus by loving those around us. And so I want to tell you this morning a, a story. And I'm going to do it quickly because I know that I have a very short attention span. I want to tell you a story this morning about a man who truly understood what Christmas was about. And went out of his way. Hold on, Kobe. I want to tell you this story. I know you know lots of stories and I want you to tell me one later. But I want to tell you this story about a guy named Nicholas. Now, Nicholas was a pretty young guy. And his family, well, his family had died when he was really young. And that was really, really sad. But when they died, they left him a house and they left him some money. And so Nicholas was okay. He was taken care of. But that's, what not, that's not what made Nicholas important. See, here's the thing. What Nicholas really cared about was the fact that he had Jesus in his heart. He recognized that God had already given him the greatest gift he could ever get in his son, Jesus Christ. And he loved Jesus so much that you know what he did? He decided he was going to use everything he had. I got him. He was going to use everything he had to bless other people. And so this is what he did. He would look for people who were in need, just like what you were saying, Caden. Who's somebody that's in need? And then he would use whatever he had to be able to help those people. And in so doing, he showed love to God and also was, allowed himself to be a blessing and, drove, and, and pointed them back to Jesus. So one time, Nicholas heard about a man who had really fallen on some hard times. His business had completely gone bankrupt and he'd lost everything he had. And this man wasn't only the one he had to think about. There were three daughters that he was trying to care for. 
And if he, couldn't, if he didn't have money, he wasn't going to be able to feed his daughters, let alone take care of them. And so do you know what Nicholas did? Nicholas decided, I am going to help this man care for his daughters. So one night, Nicholas got up when it was really dark. Go ahead and sit down, baby. He got up when it was really dark, and he got some money, and he put it in a bag, and he stuck that in his pocket, and then he put a big coat on so that nobody would notice him, and he started wandering through the streets, and he walked up to this man's house, and he took his money out of his pocket, and he threw it through a window because he didn't want this family to know who was doing it. He just wanted to bless them secretly. Well, according to the story, that first night when he threw the money through the window, it fell into a sock that was hanging by the fireplace drying because they didn't have dryers back then, right? And the money fell in there, which is, where, which is why we hang stockings by the fire, because of this story. And so he threw the money in, and then he ran away because, again, he wanted to bless this family in secret. It wasn't about him getting the glory. It was about God getting the glory. Well, Nicholas had so much fun doing that that first night that a few nights later he did it again. He went and got some more money and he snuck back over to the house and he threw some more money through the window. And he had so much fun doing that, he did it a third time a couple nights later. And he snuck up to the house and he threw the money through the window. But this time, the father, who had been in the house and had already gotten two bags full of money, said, I need to know who's doing this. Who is caring for my family? So he had been waiting by the window night after night after night, just waiting for the money to come sailing through the window. And as soon as it plopped next to him, he jumped up and he ran out into the streets and he looked and he looked and he looked. And there was a man trying to sneak around the corner and he ran up to him and he went, stop. And Nicholas turned around and the man said, Nicholas, it's you. Why are you doing this? And do you know what Nicholas said to him? Don't thank me. I have already been blessed more than I can ever say by God. The greatest gift has been given to me in Jesus. And so I am simply doing what God told me to do. So don't thank me. It's all his money anyway. And Nicholas pointed this man back to Jesus and said, it's him that you need to focus on. Nicholas understood the whole purpose of, what, of Jesus and of Christmas and what Christmas is all about. And so he understood that the best way to bless Jesus was to care for other people who were in need. And so uh, for me and my family, we've been trying to figure out how can we embrace the same attitude that Nicholas had. And you know... It, if you guys want to know more about him, he is known throughout history as his name became more like St. Nicholas. People called him because he was such a good man. Some people shortened it to St. Nick, but the heart of it was this. St. Nicholas, this boy Nicholas, understood the heart of Christmas is not about what can I get because we have already gotten the best Christmas present ever in Jesus Christ. And in order to celebrate Jesus, the very best way to respond to that is to look around and say, how can I bless other people with the blessings that I've been given? And so, like, for instance, last night, my family and I had an opportunity. There's a family in our um, community that's having a hard time right now, and we got to go over to their house and help set up a Christmas tree because their dad wasn't around. He was in the hospital right now trying to get better. So we said, we're going to come by and we're going to help set up your Christmas tree and put on Christmas lights and bring dinner because it's just a way to love, love them. I know of some people who, when they get Christmas presents, they get new toys. One of the ways they respond is they go and collect the same amount of toys 
from their room and they donate them. That's a, that is a tangible way to bless other people who may have less than them. Hey, Lucy, what, what's a way maybe that you can think of that we could care for other people? Mm. I don't know. You can talk to your mom and dad about that. Okay, so we can, we can take care of other people by... One way we can do it... You remember the, those, the Christmas tag trees back there? One of the ways that we can care for other people is to grab a tag with your mom and dad and, and maybe get a gift card or buy a present. And then next Saturday is a really fun opportunity for us to go and give those gifts to other people who have less than us. That is a tangible time to do it. Or maybe on Sunday of next week, some of us are going to gather here at the church and we're going to go Christmas caroling and just celebrate that Jesus is alive, and, and, and share that gift of our joy with other people. Those are a couple of ways that we can do that, but there's some other ones. Those of you who have the bulletins, <clears throat> in the bulletin there's a list of some opportunities or some thoughts of ways that you could kind of tangibly celebrate Jesus by caring for other people. So here's what I want you guys to do. Here's, here's my challenge for you. One second, Kobe, and I'll answer it in just a second. Here's my challenge for you. When you leave here today... I want you to go home with your mom and dad and I want you to ask the question, how can we celebrate Jesus' birth by loving other people? How can we give a gift to Jesus by caring for other people in need? All right? And I want you as a family to talk about that. All right? Now let me go ahead and pray for us and Kobe, I will answer your question in just a moment. Go ahead and bow your heads and we're going to pray and then I have a... a, Yeah, we're going to pray and then... Father God, we love you and thank you so much for giving us the greatest gift that we could ever ask for. And that is Jesus coming into our life, dying for our sins so that we don't have to remain separated from you or try to be good enough for you to accept us, but rather that we could simply come and have eternal life in relationship with you, that we could call you Father and climb up in your lap and just have you love us, not just for today, not just for tomorrow, but for the rest of time. So thank you for that gift. And thank you for allowing us to be your representatives, that we get to now go and love other people with the love that you've poured into our hearts. That's the point of this season, is to focus on you and then to help others to be able to draw their attention to you. So would you help us to have eyes to see the opportunities around us, to love other people as if we are loving you, and to be light in the darkness. And I thank you so much for my little brothers and sisters here who blessed us this morning with that Christmas music, that worship. And I pray that you would continue to help us remember the whole point of this season is you. It's not the stuff we can get. It's what we have already gotten in you. Be glorified in us, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here with us this morning. A couple of thoughts. We're going to have one parent, if you could come up and grab your son or daughter from up here, just one parent. And then, guys, we have a special gift for you in the back. Okay? So you need to go and find Miss Michelle in the foyer back there with your parents. You don't go anywhere until your parents get you. And then she has a processional present for you because we are so grateful for the ways you blessed us today with beautiful music. All right, thank you. One parent, come on up. It's great stuff. 
Hey, let's all stand as the little ones come to your place, come to find their parents there. They're going to go grab a little present they have in the back. Let's all stand. There you go. Thanks, buddy. We're going to call him St. Eric from now on. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Okay, let's all stand. Christmas is a special time because it reminds us of what God has done for us, that he has come to be with us. So we use the term Emmanuel, God with us. Continue to remind yourself of that throughout these next few days. We only have, someone told me the other day, like 12 shopping days or only 11 shopping days. It's coming to an end, and that's your last chance to give away gifts because people actually take it now during Christmas where many other times they would not. Father, thank you for this chance we have to honor you, and we pray that you would honor us, that you would bless us in such a way that we're able to bless others, that you would show us the gifts that we are to give to those who are in need. And we can rejoice, as you did, by giving your only son, and we need to give something far less, but at least something that reminds others of your love, of your care, of your desire to bless. Let this season be one in which you are recognized as God Most High. We ask that blessing now in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Have a great week.